Hey friends, I'm Sarah, your Christian forgiveness coach, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day Right Away, where I talk about forgiveness, how to do it, and how to overcome all the things that get in the way of it. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm a highly trained, certified life coach, a Christian, and I'm here to share my experiences and wisdom with you, but also grow and evolve along the way. Everything I share comes from love. Thanks for joining me on this journey. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, this is Sarah, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything, Every Day, Right Away. Let's start out with our forgiveness prayer. Holy Spirit, is there someone that we haven't forgiven? Please help us to remember that now. And as the Holy Spirit brings that to your mind, go ahead and forgive right now. Tell them what you forgive them for. Be detailed and specific. Say it out loud if you can. Pause here if this is going to take some time. Don't skip this part. Don't hold back. Get it all out. And now, as you have forgiven, you are forgiven. As you have released them, you are released. We place the cross of Jesus between you and them. Darkness, you no longer have authority to torment us with that. Take a deep breath and let it go. Just let it go. And now speak blessings over that person. You know exactly what they need blessings for. Speak those blessings. Ask them that they hear from God that they walk into their destiny and their purpose on this earth to glorify his kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So today, I thought we would talk about forgiveness and family holidays. Since we have lots of holidays coming up, lots of family gatherings, some of you may be feeling dread about this. You may be dreading holidays with your family. For some of you, maybe family members are the hardest to forgive. So let's talk about that. Let's go into the holidays this year, knowing more about how to forgive and let go. How to have more peace around family, even when they aren't peaceful. How to be more loving, more compassionate, more curious, plan ahead of time for how we want to deal with the challenges, okay? How to take action from a cleaner headspace. So I want to read you from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Now stay with me here. I'm going to read about 10 verses and then we're going to talk about them because they're so good and they're so applicable to uh, how I want to talk about going into the uh, holidays with family this year. Okay, so 2 Corinthians chapter 12. If you have a way to get to your Bible or open it up in on your phone, um, read along with me. So Paul is talking about um, his visions and then a thorn in his side. So I must, this is what Paul says, I must go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it. I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, body, I do not know, God knows. 
And I know that this man was caught up into paradise, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. On behalf of this man, I will boast. But on my own behalf, I will not boast, except of my weaknesses. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harness me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me, but he said to me, quote, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. End quote. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay, this give, gives me goosebumps because what I want to talk about today, and this this statement is probably going to, you're probably going to feel some resistance come up when I say this, that I want you to try going into the holidays this year and be willing to just let other people be wrong about you. Ooh, that's a tough one, right? It's hard for me too. Let them be wrong about you. If the insults start flying, if the persecutions start happening, the criticisms, the opinions, the, um, the gossip, the slander, the, the talk about how you're doing it wrong, all of the things, the talk about just every, everything that comes up at a family dinner when especially when you haven't seen each other for a while and maybe some old hurts start to surface and some competition some insecurities all the things can you sit back and just let other people be wrong about you i love this quote um i think the first the first time i heard it i think it was from brene brown and she she talks about how it takes it takes two people to fight like if somebody's trying to if even if somebody's screaming in your face and and saying all sorts of horrible things it's not a fight unless you join in so i think she said defense is the first act of war and i'm sure that this quote is from someone else and i just heard it from Brené Brown um probably you know saw it on instagram or something and and when I really started to think about it, I was like, because when I first heard it, I was like, nah, -uh. you know, you think about the first act of war being the, um, the words and the insults and the gossip and the slander that the other person is throwing at you. But, and then I thought defense is the first act of war, because when you think about that, if it takes two people to fight, 
right. No matter what's thrown at us, if we don't engage, if we don't defend, then yeah, we're not, we're not engaging. We're not in that fight. So there is no fight. So just having one person be upset isn't a fight, right? Just having one person be yelling and critical isn't a fight. Even two other people having an argument that we aren't involved in, that's not a fight for us. That doesn't create conflict for us. So it's almost like we really do have to prepare to go into it knowing that we're just going to not participate in the conflict. It's like we're going to we're going to opt out of the drama, right? We have to do this intentionally though. We really really have to focus on it. And we really have to keep that focus on ourselves and off of the other person. Cuz let me tell you something. We all have rule books for how other people should act. They've got them on us. We know this, right? Because we've heard it before. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Maybe you feel criticized by your mom or dad, or maybe you feel like you're not living up to expectations because your brother or sister are doing whatever they're doing. We all have these rule books on each other. And we all think that if everyone would just follow our rule books, that they would have a better life, that everything would be better, that our lives would be better, that our, their lives would be better. But the problem is everybody's rule book is different based on their own brain, their own opinions, right? So one thing I like to think of going into to family gatherings that you are anticipating, you know, some, some drama and some conflict is that I like to go into it thinking that ultimately everybody is coming from a good place. Their intentions are good. Okay. They're well intended, even though it sounds like criticism, even though it sounds like um, they're putting you down and Maybe, you know, it, you, you know, the thoughts you have about it make you feel unworthy and, and unlovable. But honestly, I think that if they didn't care, they wouldn't say anything. It's like it's coming from this well-intentioned place of them wanting you to, you know, either do something that they think is better or have what they think would be a better experience in your life. And that circles back to what I said about just being okay with allowing them to have that opinion and allowing them to be wrong. Nobody knows what's best for you. Yes, we can take constructive criticism. We can take advice. We can take those things and, and then ask ourselves what feels right, what feels true for us. Do we want to follow that advice? Do we agree? Do we not agree? But again, watch yourself these holidays if you start to feel defensive. A lot of times we feel defensive either because 
we want to defend ourselves. We want to prove ourselves right. We want to prove them wrong. Sometimes we start to feel defensive when maybe sometimes what they're saying, we actually kind of agree with them. And it just kind of makes us mad that they may be a little bit right. (laughs) So that's what I want you to think about, like going into the holidays, really owning that, deciding ahead of time to let others be wrong about you. If you're loving yourself going into this process and you're just loving them, letting them be who they are, you can't get dragged into the drama, folks. You can't. Nobody can make you participate participate in the conflict. And remembering that everyone there is human, having their own human experiences, their own insecurities, their own pain, that a lot of times is all just coming up to the surface because it's a family gathering. And they're all doing the best they can. We can relate, right? We can totally relate to it. So I'm offering that you focus inward these holidays, not outward. Take your focus off the other people, off what they should be doing, what they should be thinking, what they should be offering, and just keep it focused inward. What do you want to think? What do you want to do? And you know what? Even though sometimes I get it, it feels really, really good to try to explain to somebody else, well, I'm this and I think this and I want to do this and you can't tell me what to do and you don't know what's best for me. Da, 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 da. It feels good, I know. But I want you to try just saying, thank you for your input. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate you sharing that with me. Thank you. And then just let them be wrong. Just try it and see how that feels this year, how that feels to do that. Now, remember, again, kind of going back to the, they're coming from that good place. You know, we all want to solve, (laughs) we all want to solve everybody's problems, right? But what if, what if it's not a problem? You know, what if whatever emotions they're experiencing, whatever they're going through, isn't actually a problem? What if them thinking whatever you're experiencing and whatever you're going through is a problem? But it's not, and that's okay. They can think that, and we don't have to defend ourselves. We can go into it being respectful, staying appropriate, being ourselves, even when they aren't, even when they're disrespecting us, even when they've had a few too many glasses of wine and have forgotten who they are, (laughs) right? Even when maybe they're not being appropriate. You're going to feel probably some pretty intense emotions around, around family these holidays. But if you've been listening, if you've been listening to this podcast and you've been starting to explore and understand where those emotions are coming from and how to deal with them, 
This is a great opportunity, folks. Getting together with families, I start going into it now looking at it as an opportunity, as a gift to grow my practice in this, to grow my forgiveness practice, to grow my allowing of the emotions practice, to grow keeping it focused on myself practice. Nobody likes to be told what to do and how they need to change. You don't either. So let's go into it with some curiosity. Like think about what that would look like just to be kind of curious about what they're saying, about what they're doing. Instead of judgmental, instead of thinking that they should be doing it differently than they are. Just curious and compassionate and loving. I like to to think of people like this. Like I think I said this earlier, they're they're just perfect. They're just human. They're just having a human experience. And I heard somebody say once, you don't want that person to be anybody other than they are. When you let go, because the truth is you're, you're not going to change them. You're not going to sit them down and hand them your rule book. And they're not going to go, why, thank you. I didn't realize you had this rule book on me. I'm so glad you gave it to me. I'll certainly follow it for you. No, we all know that's not going to happen, right? So can we let them just be exactly who they are, show up and do exactly what they're going to do? And I like to say, let's say um, it's mom. We want mom to be the mommest mom she can possibly be. Okay? We want brother. Let's say his name is Bob. We want Bob to be the Bobbest Bob he can possibly be. Think about that for a second, though. Is that What's that bringing up for you? <laughs> when you think about that, that family member or that gathering and you're feeling some resistance about going because of past experiences or because you know somebody's going to drink too much or somebody's going to criticize you or somebody's going to get in a fight and you're uncomfortable watching it. Think about how much can you drop into that love, compassion, and curiosity and just say, yes, they get to be the bobbest bob that they can be. And that's okay. And it's okay that you feel negative emotion about it. It doesn't mean you have to express it. (laughs) Just notice it. And you can ask yourself, what am I thinking about it? Am I upset? Because I think they should be doing it differently than they are. I've got my rule book out on them. Am I upset because they have a rule book out on me? (laughs) So that acceptance, just accepting that, just kind of noticing that. Yeah, we all think we know what's best. And that's okay. Ultimately, the only person that you have control over is you. So how do you want to show up this holiday? It's a great thing to ponder. 
So kind of going back to the Bible verse that I read, I love when Paul says, he says, I wouldn't be a fool if I were to boast because I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain from it so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So to me, that's kind of, Paul is saying like, um, he's not going to boast about it and tell them what the truth is because he knows that his actions and who he is and how he shows up and how he treats people and how he loves people, that is more important. Think about that for a second. Do we want to go in fighting and trying to convince and trying to change people's opinions, trying to change people's minds, trying to tell them our truth? Or do we want to go in with love? Love for all the humans, letting them, allowing them to be exactly who they are and do exactly what it is they're going to do. And having compassion and love for them through that. And just just relying on Christ for that strength. Relying on him. Knowing the truth and not feeling like you need to defend yourself and explain it to everyone. And I love, and of course, I thought of this. Let's all serve ourselves a big old piece of humble pie this holiday. You know, we always hear that expression, but do we ever really, really think about what that would look like? So to me, let's say mom's criticizing you, telling you how you should be doing it differently, all the things. What if the response was this? Mom, I love you. Thank you for sharing. And you may be right about a lot of that. That's it. Or maybe brother or sister is coming at you. All the things that that you've done wrong or whatever they're criticizing you for, how you've maybe hurt them, how they how you've um ruined their life. You know, it could any any number of things. What would it look like if you just genuinely loved them and said, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I don't know about you. That's hard. Really, really hard. But when I think about what happens on the other side of that, Am I willing to be uncomfortable in taking the bites of the humble pie? (laughs) I'm not saying it's going to be delicious, folks. But am I willing to go through the uncomfortableness of bite after bite of humble pie in order to be free, in order to be humble and loving and at peace and obey my Lord. Be more like Christ. Am I willing 
to just go through some discomfort for that. And when I think of it that way, that really all that is, is some discomfort, am I willing to experience the discomfort of wanting to prove my point and not saying anything? I'm not going to beat myself up for wanting to. Don't do that. Am I willing to be uncomfortable of wanting to give them my rule book on them, of wanting to defend myself, of wanting to prove them wrong and me right? Am I willing to give that up, be uncomfortable, and just say, I love you. Thank you for sharing. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. What do you think? Can we do it? Let's plan ahead of time. Let's plan ahead of time. Really pray about it. Really think about it. Really drop into that. Even start practicing it now. Even start practicing it right now with hubby at home, with our kids at home now. And I also want to say, before we, before we wrap up, I want to offer that if going into the holidays and family gatherings is not a is not a a healthy place for you like if you're doing it just because someone else wants you to if you don't feel safe there if there are things that happen at these family gatherings um that that truly you just you don't think that you can handle i want to offer to you that it's honestly it's okay not to go you're not um you know, you're not, you're not wimping out here. You're not, uh, you're not hurting someone else by not going. They might tell you that they're hurt that you're not going. They might try to make you feel bad that you're not going, but that's, you have to remember that's their thoughts. That's their opinion. If you're being true to yourself, if you're taking care of you, and you decide not to go this year, and you truly, truly are loving yourself and honest with yourself about the reasons for that, and it's truly coming from a place of love and truly coming from a place of taking care of you, then I want you to own that truth. But just be really, really honest with yourself about it. Are you going because you know it's not a safe place and you're taking care of yourself? Or I'm sorry, are you not going? Are you choosing not to go for that reason? Or are you choosing not to go just because you don't want to feel a little uncomfortable taking those mouthfuls of humble pie? And if you were able to willing, if you were willing to go into it to be just a little uncomfortable there, but you were willing to go into it forgiving and loving and compassionate, what might that look like? What might happen on the other side of that? So it's a lot to think about. So I hope and I pray that you go into the holidays this year with so much love. And I love you all. And I'll be praying for you all. In Jesus' name. Hello, my friends. If you are ready 
to take the concepts I share and teach to a deeper level in your life and relationships, please join me in my one-on-one coaching program where we will talk about forgiveness and how it applies to whatever is going on in your life. You can schedule a free consult call with me on my website at thechristianforgivenesscoach.com. Let's master the art of forgiveness together.